Hello there and welcome back to yet another episode of Thriving While Golden. Happy, happy new year. I know we're well into the end of the first week and the beginning of the second week of 2021 by the time you hear this broadcast. By way of introduction, my name is Dr. Eno Nsima Obat, and I am the host of this podcast entitled Thriving While Golden. This podcast is designed for that woman over 50 who is seeking to optimize her health and well-being so that she can show up more fully on the planet, living her vision well into her golden years. As women, we are nurturers and caregivers. And so by nurturing ourselves, it is a ripple effect that affects the rest of our communities. So please feel free to share this podcast with other members of your family as well as your community. So just as a background, just in case this is the first episode that you are listening to, I'm a board certified internal medicine physician with over 32 years of experience. I graduated from medical school in 1987. I cannot believe that I'm here in 2021 about to celebrate my 34th year graduating from medical school and my 25th year as a board certified internal medicine physician. As you may imagine, that is me being trained as an allopathic physician. However, along my journey, I have always, always been passionate about empowering people to make healthy lifestyle choices. And so I also trained as a professional life coach because I wanted to engage my patients more in a dialogue, empowering them to make those decisions. And then finally, also took on certification through the Institute of Functional Medicine as a certified functional medicine practitioner. So as you can see, I come with a variety of hats, a variety of experience. And why is that important? That is because I am not any anti-conventional medicine, as you may hear, you know, the vibe from a lot of other traditional, in quotes, natural movements. I firmly believe that there's a place for everything. And my goal through this podcast is to be able to be your navigator, to be able to hold your hand and show you when it's important to resort to conventional medicine and when it is also important to integrate integrative lifestyle strategies so you're not going to hear any anti-conventional medicine from me i'm not an anti-vaxxer i'm none of those things i'm just going to give you facts and information to allow you to make your decisions so again welcome to season two of thriving wild golden now for those of you who may not have listened to my other episodes I am also a hospitalist. And what is that? That is a primary care physician who works in the hospital. Now, until a couple of months ago, I was actively in the process of transitioning into my wellness business, which is what this platform really promotes. However, due to the current COVID pandemic, I was called back to the front lines. And due to the fact that there's a shortage of physicians and other healthcare providers, 
I felt that I could dedicate the next half of this year to being on the COVID front lines. So one of the things I'm going to be highlighting for you in coming episodes is my experience as a healthcare provider from the front lines, what I see, some of the common denominators, but I'm not bringing that to you because I want to highlight fear. I'm bringing that to you so that we can highlight ways that we can prevent ourselves from contracting COVID. And even if we do contract COVID, do things that we can do to optimize our immune system so that we recover without the long-term effects. So again, welcome to the program. Today, I'm going to be discussing, I, I, I really cannot in good conscience sit here and not discuss the events of the last 48 hours. If you have not already subscribed to my newsletter, I encourage you to do so because I also discuss this in my newsletter. But after these messages, I will be back to discuss my thoughts about the effects of the last 48 hours, which was the riots on Capitol Hill in Washington, DC, and how I describe that as trauma upon trauma. So sit back and I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, it's that time of the year again, the time to make new year resolutions. But do you know that by the end of the first quarter of the year, majority of people's new year resolutions have fallen by the wayside. So what is it that you could possibly be doing wrong? Why don't new year resolutions work? Why do New Year resolutions seem to be such a good idea at the end of the prior year? And yet, by March of the new year, it's like, oh well, probably wasn't such a good idea. Have you ever considered that the reason that New Year resolutions fail is because you necessarily have not taken the steps to make sure that you are successful at implementing your new year resolutions. So let's look at new year resolutions from a totally different perspective this year. It's called goal setting. And in goal setting, there are some very critical steps you need to implement. They're called SMART goals, specific for S. M stands for measurable. A stands for achievable R results in time. So for instance, if you decided that you want to lose weight, losing weight could mean any number of things. To make that a SMART goal, you need to be specific. How much weight is it that you say you want to lose? Measurable. So again, how much weight? Achievable. Is it reasonable to say, for instance, that you're going to lose 60 pounds in two weeks? Certainly not and the results in time, create a timeline. So what I say to people is, if you've tried it the previous way and it hasn't worked, perhaps it's best to work with somebody who would stand as your accountability partner. And that's exactly what I have to offer you if you are serious about achieving those goals. So go ahead to my website, dreno.com, that's D-O-C-T-O-R-E-N-O.com, and let's talk about partnering together to be able to achieve your goals in a specific, 
measurable, achievable results in time. I have done this for years and years with patients and clients, and I've also done this in my personal life. There's nothing more powerful than having an accountability partner and nothing even more powerful than having an accountability partner who's trained as a professional life coach. And that is what I bring to you. So again, if you want to make 2021 a win year, go ahead to my website, dranno.com. Let's schedule a discovery call and get you set up to win. Okay, so welcome back. And as I explained, I was going to talk about some of the things that we can do to really begin to optimize ourselves, to boost ourselves, our especially our mental well-being as we go through what we cannot deny are trying and tumultuous times. Now, as you're well aware, we have been under a global pandemic since March of 2020. In fact, specifically the WHO announced on March 16th, 2020, that there was a global pandemic. And at that time, many countries went into automatic lockdown. The ripple effects of this pandemic have been innumerable. There are people who have lost loved ones, people who are suffering from the long-term effects of the COVID virus, economic and financial turmoil and destruction, people who have lost jobs, homes, families, innumerable. And then Compounded on that, even if we just looked at last year, we had the protests, the race-related protests related to the racial disparity and mistreatment of Black and brown people in the United States, the killing on TV of a Black man at the knee of a white police officer in Minnesota, Countless shootings, I can't even count them, including the senseless shooting of an emergency room tech, Brianna Taylor, which was not even brought to the forefront until, you know, organizers really began to bring that to our attention. So there has been trauma upon trauma. And then this past Tuesday, sorry, Wednesday, on January 6th, we had what I, I can only hope, I can only imagine is the culmination of riots on the U.S. Capitol Hill. Now, I'm going to speak from a personal perspective here because I shared this in my newsletter. It was my sister's birthday, January 6th, my sister's birthday. And just as has become the norm, we have a Zoom birthday call on that day. And we're Zooming our birthday call and we're just having fun and enjoying ourselves. And then all of a sudden, because we had our TVs on, um, all of a sudden, I think I was the one who screamed, oh my gosh, there's the the rioters on, on, on Capitol Hill. They're breaking into the hill. They're breaking into the hill. And 
I remember us sitting transfixed for the next, it had to be about seven, eight hours. We, we just sat at our Zoom calls. Each person was watching TV and chiming in and referring to social media and just watching transfixed. And, and finally at about maybe about eight o'clock, even though I just intended to be on the call for an hour, right? To wish my sister happy birthday and then go about my business of creating content for the podcast and my blog and just the things I, I, I do when, um, when I have, th these are things I do in my day to day, you know, creating content for you guys and, and strategize and plan for the week, the website and all that. And I remember my sister asking me, she said, you know, aren't you traumatized by this? And I said, no, I don't think so. I mean, after a certain time, you, you kind of almost become numb to the things that you are witnessing. It, it's, it's a defense mechanism, okay? And so I was like, no, I don't think so. And, um, you know, I, I finished my day. I went up to my room. I, I put on my little TV in my room, and somehow I fell asleep. Shortly before midnight, I was awoken to the sound of broken glass and screams, and I immediately recoiled and screamed myself and was was like oh my gosh and the first thought that came to my mind was as i struggled to 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 um look at the tv was they they they've come back they're they're in the capital um they they've 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 invaded the capital again and i remember the the intense sense of terror and when i reoriented myself and realized this was just a recording that terror did not go away. I could not sleep for another two, three hours. And that's what trauma is. And that's what I mean by trauma upon trauma. So right now, I don't want to emphasize the negative, but I, I really want to, I, 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 I'm sharing my experience with you to maybe have you shine a light on what trauma means in your life. Have you addressed the traumas? Have you addressed the effects that the stress of the prior year is having on you? And what are some of the things that we can do right now to mitigate that? So here are some of the things that I have mentioned. There are about five strategies that I have mentioned that I suggest you implement as part of the Thrive community starting this year. Okay, so one of the first things I really want to highlight is the importance of recognizing that we are an energy field. Okay, we're not just a physical body. And that is why it's important to be aware of our energy, of the energy that we bring to a situation, of making sure that we raise our energy. I have a little sign in my home that says, please be responsible for the energy that you bring into this space. And so when you recognize, when we recognize collectively that we are an energy field and that we can be intentional about raising our vibrations, and, and I always speak about this. This is one of the things I'm, I, I'm not ashamed to share, my strong belief in the mind-body connection. So we need to be aware of how we are being 
and also the importance of raising our energy vibration. So here are some of the things that I strongly recommend that you take on in order to do just that. The first thing is to have a set morning routine, how you start the day, how you get out of bed really sets the tone for the rest of the day. Okay. So having a set morning routine and most experts will talk about having a set time to rise in the morning. Okay. So you know how you have the, um, you know, the, you, you've burned the candles at both ends of the candle the whole week, and then you're catching up on your sleep during the weekend. It's not a very healthy way of being. You want to have a set morning routine, set morning set time in the morning where you, when you arise and a set time in the evening when you go to bed. So have a set morning routine and that could include any number of things. And it could be from any length of time from say five minutes all the way up to 30 minutes or an hour. You've heard about, you know, people who sit in meditation for an hour. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying have a set morning routine and implement some things that you know, you're intentionally setting the tone for the day. In fact, Think about setting an intention for your day as part of your morning routine. Today, I intend, for instance, to be of service to my fellow man. Today, I intend to radiate love to all who come my way. Today, I intend to treat my body temple as the most important thing that allows me to be of service on the planet. Today, I intend to nourish my mind with good and positive thoughts in order to enhance my well-being and enhance my creative activity. Whatever it is, set an intention for the day, okay? And then you can read some, some inspirational material, be it the Bible, the Quran, whatever religious aspirations or inscriptions you have. It could be watching a motivational movie, listening to an app. For instance, I like to listen to the Calm app in the morning just to set my tone for the day. Meditation, prayer, contemplation, affirmations. These are things that you can incorporate into setting into your morning routine to set the tone for the day. Don't forget stretching, okay? You can stretch gently in bed and it can really help, you know, get the, the crooks and the... The, the 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 little aches out and actually could help stretch and Im improve your posture and improve your breathing. So play around with different things. Set a routine. Again, it doesn't have to be ingrained in stone. It could be anywhere, like I said, from a few minutes to 30 minutes. But make sure that this is something that you can handle even on days that you're rushing. Or you may even have a morning routine for the days that you're, you know, you're going to be out and about and, you know, need to rush an appointment. And then have a morning routine when, you know, you're slower paced and maybe you can take more time for meditation and contemplation. But set an intention for the day and set a morning routine. So that's the first thing. Hello there, Dr. Anno here again. You know, I really ascribe to that saying about prevention, which is an ounce of prevention is worth a pound in cure. Throughout my entire career, I have been very passionate about prevention. That is why I have come up with two 
membership type programs that allow you to be able to work with me to optimize your health and well-being. I'm sure you've heard about the two concepts, health span and lifespan. And this becomes even more important, especially as we age. I can't tell you how many times I have seen older folks spending a lot of their time going from specialist to specialist, from primary care physician to specialist. Their entire month is filled with doctor's appointments. And that is because despite the fact that we are living a longer lifespan for the most part, if you don't optimize your health, then your health span could actually be shorter than your lifespan, where you spend a lot of time dealing with chronic diseases. Currently, about 40% of Americans have at least one or more chronic diseases that they're living with. What are chronic diseases? things such as high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, high cholesterol, autoimmune diseases, joint diseases. And these are, for the most part, usually related to diseases related to lifestyle, although there are a lot of environmental factors that also play a role. So if you're one of those who's really looking to optimize your health span, especially being a woman over 50, you've reached the peak of your career, you've raised your kids, you've been the caregiver, now it's time to take care of you. That's why I have these two programs that I'd like to to share with you. The first program is the HOP program which is an acronym that stands for the Health Optimization Platinum Program. This is designed for that individual who's looking to optimize her health and well-being. She wants to maybe drop some pounds. She wants to deal with issues such as menopause, hormonal issues. She's not really very sick, but she does have some areas of concern. You get to work with me for a minimum of three months, one-on-one, where we create a customized health health and wellness program that moves you forward and which you can use moving forward. Again, a minimum of three months. My next program is the Disease Reversal Optimization Program, also called the DROP program. And as you can imagine from the words, from the title, this is designed for people living with chronic diseases, chronic illnesses who are looking to potentially reverse or at least minimize the burden of that chronic disease. These individuals get to work with me for a minimum of six months. Because remember, it takes time to reverse these diseases, these disease processes, takes time to address the root cause. But in both of these programs, you get a personalized wellness plan designed with you in mind. We dig down into the root cause and help highlight the things that may have brought you to where you are today. Excited? Well, I am, because that is why I decided to practice and train as a functional medicine practitioner. Like I've shared before, conventional medicine does have its role, but when it comes to chronic disease management and reversal, there's somewhat of a deficit there, and that is where functional medicine comes into place. So if you are interested in learning more about my programs, please go to my website, drno.com, that's D-O-C-T-O-R-E-N-O.com. Click on the link that says to schedule a discovery call and we can speak further. Look forward to working with you this year, 2021. Be well, be safe. Okay, so the next thing I recommend that we take on is having a playlist. I think a lot of us have smartphones and so it's not hard to have a playlist on your smartphone that really boosts up your mood and boosts up your energy. I have different 
playlist for different functions. Okay. I have the playlist when I really feel like, you know, like energy, like I really need to do something that needs to rev up my energy. I have a playlist for that. I have a playlist for meditation. So a playlist is something that is very simple to implement. We all have different tastes in music, so I can't recommend, you know, what works for me, for you. I personally like, um, you know, instrumentals. I love Miyani. I love black violin, but pentatonics, but I also love my hip hop, right? So depending upon my mood, I have different playlists. So again, you know, this is a time to really experiment and find out what works for you. Get curious. This, This is the ideal time to get curious. Expand your vision outside of the box that you've known to be in. Stop boxing yourself in. But have a play around with music. Find something that you know once you put this on, it's immediately going to change your biology. You know? So have a playlist, play around with different types of music, find out what works for you. And if possible, you could even dance. I mean, <laughs> I've been known to break out and dance and I'm not even a good dancer. Okay. But, you know, really the word playlist, remember there's a play there. So you want to be playful. You want to have something that really raises your vibrations, makes you playful, makes you happy. This is another strategy to, you know, really improve your mental well-being. Okay, so the next strategy I'd like to discuss is movement slash exercise. And I know that word tends to trigger people. This is not designed to trigger. In fact, I want to take us away for a moment from the physical benefits of exercise to the mental benefits. Exercise has a myriad of benefits. And in fact, I'll post in the show notes an article that I published um, on my blog that talked about the over 45 benefits of exercise. But 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 I'm not saying you have to exercise in order to get the physical benefits, which by the way, I ascribe to exercise. And if you were to work with me, it's something that I really solidly promote. But when we're talking about optimizing our health and well-being right now, our mental health and well-being in order to mitigate stress, I'm talking about the mental bit benefits of exercise, movement in itself, changing your your biology, change your physiology automatically helps to change your mindset, okay? One of the simplest types of exercise, bar none, will always be walking. So if you are able to get up and even move around the house, and guess what? If you're able to move around to that playlist we just talked about, that is super awesome. Don't should yourself when it comes to exercise. What I mean by should yourself is, oh my God, I should, or I need to, or I have to walk for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, I have to be part of a challenge. I'm not speaking about exercise and movement from that perspective. I'm just speaking about changing your physiology in order to change what's going on in your mind. And so as short as five to 10 minutes of doing some form of movement, and preferably if you want to break it up into several segments throughout the day, you may even find that you may even exceed the 30 minutes of recommended exercise slash movement. So find out what works for you. Some people can't stand walking. Some people can't stand working out in a gym. Some people can't stand, you know, biking. Find what works for you. Maybe hula hooping, maybe jumping on a trampoline and maybe just marching in place. 
but find some form of movement that works for you and begin to incorporate that into your daily lifestyle. Look at it as something that you want to incorporate, something that you love to do. So you want to find a movement that you love doing, not something that your neighbor does, okay? And experiment. You'll be surprised. This should be the year of rediscovery, okay? And please don't shoot on yourself. Some of the benefits of exercise and movement are it improves, it makes you optimistic. It releases, most importantly, one of the things that exercise does do, especially when you participate in aerobic exercise, is it re- it releases a hormone called BDNF, brain natu- naturetic, brain-derived natu- natural factor. And this, um, this hormone, this substance is really important in helping to consolidate your memory and has been shown, higher levels have been shown to stave off diseases like Alzheimer's type dementia. So if you were just to look at exercise from that mental perspective, and exercise also has been shown to reduce depression, help help optimize, you know, mood disorders. These are all important aspects when it comes to how you are coping in times like this when there's a pandemic. So if you're somebody who's already prone to mood disorders, you and you know, and you're feeling caged in, for instance, because of you know, quarantining. Exercise more than anything is important. Forest bathing, I can't tell you how I crave that from time to time, where I just want to go out into nature and just, even if it's a park, you know, just be around trees, especially in the spring and the summer. And and what, how that is different from working out on a bike, for instance. So try and incorporate that. Again, don't shoot on yourself. If it's something you don't enjoy, find something that does give you joy. It could be playing an instrument, for instance, okay? But movement, I I really want to, I I really don't want to shy away from movement. I really want to emphasize that even if it's dance, even if it's marching, even if it's walking, incorporate some form of exercise during these times and begin to make that part of your lifestyle because that is part of a healthy lifestyle. Okay, and finally, one of the final strategies, just like I mentioned, a morning routine, we need to have a set bedtime routine. Now, as you may imagine, uh, or you'll deduce from my story that I shared earlier on, I didn't adhere to my bedtime routine on January the 6th. That was because I wanted to maybe keep in touch with what was going on, you know. So so what I recommend is having a set bedtime routine and your bedtime routine really needs to start at least two to three hours before your scheduled bedtime. And just like I said, most healthcare professionals, me included, recommend having a set bedtime and a set morning time. So those of you, again, who are, you know, burn the candles at both ends um, during the week, for instance, and go to bed late and then, you know, have that catch up during the weekend, that's not healthy, that your body doesn't have the time to recover. So setting a bedtime routine that starts at least two to three hours before bedtime is important because this is the time when a hormone called melatonin 
begins to be secreted. And it also trains your brain and your mind to begin to wind down. Why is that important? That's because we're exposed to so much artificial light now. You know, when we were in prehistoric times, in the in the cave times, and even in countries, I would say even in third world countries where there's no, not a lot of access to electricity and, and especially in rural areas where people still live a somewhat nomadic lifestyle, they shut down, they begin to shut down at sundown, okay? And so they get better quality sleep. They're more in line with their circadian rhythm, with their biological clock. So sleep is not just a matter of closing your eyes. I mean, I'm sure you know that there are a myriad benefits to sleep. Sleep is when there's a lot of repair going on in the body. And that is important, especially if you're talking about thriving, especially if you're talking about anti-aging, especially if you're talking about optimizing, living, you know, gracefully into your older age. Sleep is really important. Woe to those people who speak about sleep as being a waste of time. Like, you know, what would you do when, when you're dead if you, you're sleeping now? No, sleep is really important, especially during these critical times. So please, please have a set bedtime routine. And again, this can be as individual and as varied as you are. But one thing I do recommend getting is blue light blocking glasses. Why? Because this helps to block the blue light from your artificial, artificial light supply, your TV, your media, your tablets, your PCs, your, your personal computers. And that, by blocking that blue light, actually stimulates the release of melatonin. Now, you may have heard about melatonin um, supplementation playing a role in COVID-19 to help mitigate to help reduce the infl inflammasome that is stimulated by the COVID-19 virus. Now, I'm not talking about supplementation here. That is a topic for a different podcast, but it just highlights to you the importance of making sure that you have optimal melatonin release, which really begins to to really peak somewhere about between 9 and 10. So you want to Start using those blue light blocking glasses and you can get them anywhere on the internet. Check, check Amazon. I don't have any specific recommendations. I do have two different varieties myself of, of blue light blocking glasses. So you can start using that about two hours before bedtime and keeping that on, especially if you're still watching TV or um, using your tablet. Okay. But another thing I recommend and which I didn't do, um, the, the the nights the night of the riots was turning off your TV. In fact, I do recommend, but I personally don't. I'm going to be very transparent. I have a little TV in my room um, because I spend a lot of time around my room because I live alone um, in my bedroom. So I have a little TV in my room. And what I do at the end of the night um, is that I put a black cloth over the TV to prevent the emission, first of all, of the artificial lights and then EMFs. Um, so what I didn't do that night was I did not turn off the TV and I did not disconnect from the news. I recommend you do that, especially if, you know, it's a news cycle that's there's a lot of sensationalism associated with it and you're, you're, you're kind of getting riled up. If you feel that way, then you want to disconnect from the news, maybe watch a comedy. I like watching late night shows because they make me they're hilarious. They make me laugh, um, but they usually come off the news, right? Um, so. So, so if you're somebody who's very sensitive uh, and if you're having a hard time, you know, being inundated with the news day in, day out, you really want to 
disconnect from news at least an hour before bedtime. So make that part of your bedtime routine. But just like your morning routine is different, your bedtime routine is different. So find something that works for you. Find something that you can be consistent with and don't be afraid to vary it in any way, shape and form. Play around, experiment, see what works for you. You may want to incorporate a moment of gratitude as we spoke about in your bedtime routine. Go ahead and do that. But try and set a set time for bedtime and try and be in bed at least by 11 p.m. And what I have found personally is that when I exercise late in the evening, say about 7 or 8 p.m., I'm I'm not able to unwind before bedtime. And so I, I kind of know that about myself. And so I make the adjustments that I need to make before bedtime if I decide, should I decide to exercise before bedtime. So, you know, adjust your bedtime routine, play about with it, but please have a bedtime routine. So that does it for this episode, the first episode of 2021. I hope you're taking away a lot of information that again, I shared in my recent newsletter for the start of the year. I wanted to share it with you, my audio audience on the podcast, because I think it's very important. And there was no way that I felt that I could just sweep the events off the recent week underneath the rug and feel that we could just say we're fresh starting 2021. That's not exactly the case. And many of us, just like I, have gone through a trauma upon trauma. So I think we need to be really proactive about making our health and our well-being our number one priority. And that really is the mission for DrNO.com. I welcome your feedback. If you have been a long-time listener or even a first-time listener to this podcast and you have enjoyed the content, could you do us a favor and please leave us a review on whatever platform that you subscribe to. Our mission is to get this information and to get this podcast out to as many people as possible. So again, another thing you can do is share this podcast with at least three other people. Okay. Share this information with them. Share this podcast. I'm going to be back to doing regular broadcasting throughout the year. We're going to be having weekly podcasts. Now, initially last year, I'd spoken about bringing on guests. I really think at this point, it's very important for me to share a lot of my philosophy, a lot of my thoughts, especially as it relates to the current pandemic, working from the front lines. So I'm going to put on hold our guest appearances for the first half of this year. And I apologize. I know some of you are looking forward to, you know, me highlighting women who are thriving, women over 50 who are thriving. We're going to get to that. But right now with the current pandemic, with the effects of the pandemic, with the questions surrounding the vaccine, I want to bring to you information that will help you stand strong, optimize your health and well-being so that you can be those one of those ladies that I highlight on future podcasts. So please bear with me. Um, you know, this is my platform for bringing my vision to to the to the world. So please honor that. And if there are any topics that you feel you would like to learn about, drop me a line at info at drnr.com. That is I N F O at Dr. D O C T O R eno.com until next time thrive on be well 
Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands and watch your distance. Hello there, and thank you for listening to Thriving Wild Golden. Health-related information provided through this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, and it should not be used to diagnose or treat health problems. Please be sure to consult with your healthcare provider before instituting any changes.